Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Anonymous Show 75, Dr. Love and the Octuplets. Tell me why I love you like I do. Tell me who can stop my heart as much as you. Tell me all your secrets and I'll tell you most of mine. They say nobody's perfect, but that's really true this time. I don't have the answers. I don't have a plan. All I have is you. So darling, help me understand. What we do. You can whisper in my ear. Where we go. Who knows what happens after here. Let's take each other's hand as we jump into the final frontier. Map about you, baby. afternoon wherever you are around the world you are on call with dr a where anything happens and usually does here we talk a little bit about medicine health news entertainment public policy pop culture social media and whatever else comes up i'm of course your favorite Physician host, I am Dr. A, and you can always find me at DrAnonymous.com. Of course, today is Saturday, February 14, 2009. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Of course, it is Valentine's Day, and if you would like to be my Valentine, well, you know where to find me. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> We have a great show here for you tonight, uh, and of course today is a Valentine's Day, and uh, I do have some new stories to share with you, and uh, we will get to that in a few minutes. And also later we will be talking octuplets. That's right, big news week for the octuplets, um, and some other many many stories going around uh, going around uh, this week here. So if you would like to join the show. Anytime this evening, 
The number here is 646-716-9514. And if you're listening live, and uh, how can you not listen live? Uh, you can see my smiling face on the webcam here. And you can also enter our chat room, the friendliest chat room in Blog Talk Radio. And I uh, just want to give a shout-out to the chat room there. Hello, chat room. And uh, let's give a little shout-out there. We have Kimmy, Kimmy, and Liz Ramona, girl, 007. I like that. How you do it? Uh, the dead man. We have Annie. We have a guest. And, uh, yeah, so thank you all for joining us this evening here. So uh, let's see. I think I have uh, everything uh, set up here to get uh, started here. And uh, wait a minute. Um, I got. I think I have a call here. I think this. I think this is the the the, uh, the call that I've been uh, waiting for here. This is from uh, Los Angeles. Uh, here, let me try to bring this up here. Uh, uh, hello, caller. Who's this? Hi. This is uh, Jake. Uh, I'm one of those eight dudes that just got born. You know, uh, one of the octuplets. The the the, the octuplets, man. <laughs> uh, um, this is not really. Uh, hmm. Well, uh, well, let's, let's, let's kind of go with this. Uh, fantastic. Uh, one of the octuplets. Uh, so, uh, what's up? Uh, what's on your mind there, uh, Jake? Well, I gotta tell you, I don't really appreciate how you people in the media are making a sound. Uh, I'm all worked up. I even got me a lawyer. Um, he's also a baby. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, wait, wait a second. Your 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 lawyer, your lawyer is is uh, is also a baby. Oh yeah, he was real big, big back in the '90s. Huge, huge. He was all over the TV. Became a household name. Involved in some of the biggest cases. Uh, I tell you, man. You ain't got a chance. I mean, you are going down. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. I uh, I just pooped myself. So, I, uh, okay, I'm I'm all right now. I'm okay. You sure? You sure? You you're okay? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, sorry, sorry. You know, I uh, you know, I, I don't even know uh, who you're uh, talking about. Who's the who is this uh, baby uh, lawyer? You ever see Allie McBeal? Alec McBeal. Come on, Jake. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Jake. Uh, any uh, any updates uh, on you on the uh, any of the other uh, octuplets? Uh, all right. Yeah, I got to go soon. Uh, someone's got to change my pants. I mean, I can't do it myself, right? I'm a baby. Well, you may have heard that I have a website now. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, actually, I was going to talk about that on the show here. It's uh, it's been all over uh, the news. I actually have two sites. I'm on uh, Baby Facebook now. You can find me there on babyfacebook.com, and uh, I'll take the time now to shamelessly plug my own internet radio show. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> you, you have your own uh, you have your own uh, internet uh, radio show. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Where, 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 where can I listen to it? It's on blogbabytalkradio.com. Uh, it's called Interface with Baby Jake. 
Uh, I had Christian Bale on the other night, and uh, we pretty much screamed each other incoherently for about 20 minutes. And it was a good show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Great. Yeah, I, I heard uh, you have uh, Joaquin Phoenix coming on soon. That's going to be great, too. So, Jake, uh, so the reason for your website is uh, in the news, uh, it's because of your uh, financial uh, situation. Uh, can, can you, are you allowed to talk about that at all? It is not a big deal at all. Uh, I have actually been doing very well for myself since the uh, you know, the move. The, the move. <laughs> the move. <laughs> really? Yeah. So what's uh, what's uh, what's been uh, going on there, Jake? I have a book that just came out, and uh, I'm happy to say it's on the New York Times bestseller list. Really. Wow, <laughs> a best-selling uh, book already. It's, a, it's amazing. <laughs> how, uh, how did you do that? Well, the book is aimed at those folks who are looking back on their lives, reflecting on everything they've done, and now they want a little bit more out of life before uh, the inevitable happens. Hmm, before the inevitable happens. <laughs> that sounds uh, very interesting. Uh, it also sounds like... Uh, you too young to write uh, something like that. Uh, but what's uh, what's the name of the book? The book is called One Thousand Places to See Before You're Born." <laughs> One thousand places to see. <laughs> wow, that uh, that sounds great. Uh, so, uh, uh, what kind of research did you do for that, uh, Jake? Oh. I it was a blast. Me and the other seven dudes, uh, we went and stayed in all the hit places. Uh, but I tell you, it wasn't always a party, because wherever we turned, there was mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, hey, thanks, Jake. Uh, uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, Jake is uh, one of the uh, octuplets, so uh, thanks uh, for calling in there, uh, Jake. All right. Peace out, man. Oh wow! So that was uh, that was Jake, everybody. Uh, let me try to catch my breath here on kind of uh, what happened here. Uh, you're uh, listening to the Doctor Anonymous show on Block Talk Radio, a proud member of the ProMed Network of medical podcasts. You can find out more information on ProMedNetwork.com, and we'll be right back. Shiny new dime. If we're ever puzzled by the changing time, there's a plate of homemade wishes on the kitchen windowsill, and it is enough to fill our lives with And welcome back to On Call with Dr. A, where anything can happen and already has. <laughs> if you would like to jump in on the fun, the number here is 
9514. And uh, thanks a lot for Jake uh, for calling in. Uh, I think uh, uh, the uh, the chat room here really uh, is lighting up here with uh, people. I think we already have Jake fans here. Right? And from what I hear, uh, there's probably like a Jake uh, T-shirt going on. And uh, uh, definitely uh, try to... Uh, uh, buy his book there, so uh, you know he needs uh, he needs the money. <laughs> we'll be talking more uh, octuplets uh, in a little bit, but today, of course, is Valentine's Day, and uh, I would like to welcome everybody to the Valentine's Day show. <laughs> what I have for you this evening is uh, just some uh, some stories here that uh, that I'm going to share with uh, all of you here and. Uh, uh, the first story here uh, is uh, it's called uh, <laughs> Kisses Unleash Chemicals That Ease Stress Levels. Yes, that's right. Uh, this is from the renowned uh, medical journal called the uh, Associated Press. <laughs> uh, and actually, this, uh, this story comes out from uh, Chicago, the city of love. <laughs> Uh, chemistry, uh, uh, look what you've done to me, Donna Summer, crooned in the science of love, and so it seems she was right. Just in time for Valentine's Day, a panel of scientists examined the mystery of love, <laughs> mystery of what happens when hearts throb and lips lock. Kissing, it turns out, unleashes chemicals that ease stress. Uh, I can figure out what I'm reading here. Uh, e- uh, Ease stress hormones in both sexes and encourage bond, bonding, bondage. Uh, I think I read that wrong. Although not so much women, chemicals in the saliva may uh, may be the way to assess a mate. Wendy Hill, dean of the faculty and professor of neuroscience at Lafayette College, told a meeting of the American Association of uh, Advancement of Science. <laughs> this gets better. Uh, in an experiment, he'll explain pairs of heterosexual college students. Yeah, you do it. Yeah. Kissed for 15 minutes while listening to music experience, uh, music experience significant change in their levels of uh, chemicals oxytocin, which affects uh, pair bonding, and cortisol, which uh, is also associated with stress, their blood levels blood and saliva levels of the uh, chemicals were uh, compared before and after the kiss. (laughs) This is is good stuff. You know, it's only only on the Dr. Anonymous show will you get this uh, this stuff here. Uh, Let's see. So it goes on here. uh, In a test group that merely held hands, (laughs) chemical changes were similar but less pronounced. Um, I didn't say that whether the uh, the uh, uh, the study subjects were uh, uh, had clothes on or did not have clothes on. We'll have to uh, look into that a uh, little bit more. <laughs> uh, the article goes on. Uh, the men think to tend to uh, think of kissing as a uh, prelude to uh, copulation. Uh, yeah, little how you doing? <laughs> One of the researchers said she noted that men prefer. Uh, Sloppy kisses in which uh, chemicals, uh, including uh, testosterone, can be passed on to the women in uh, saliva. Testosterone increases the uh, sex drive in both males and females. <laughs> so uh, hey, so this is this is uh, this is science, kids. This is uh, this is science. 
<laughs> so, uh, what, uh, what, what do you, what do you guys think about that? All right, all right, all right. So um, let's, uh, let's, let's go to the next, uh, let's look at the next story here. So uh, celebrities reveal their plans for Valentine's Day. Yes, this is, uh, this is actually from Los Angeles. <laughs> celebrities are people too. Uh, some of them are freaks. Yeah, mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix. And it uh, means that they celebrate or dread Valentine's Day just as much as the rest of us. <laughs> Take a look at what the stars uh, are saying. And uh, I have to admit, I was reading this article, like most of these people, I didn't even know who the heck they were. <laughs> but I will read the ones. <laughs> that I know. So actress uh, Terry Hatcher would rather establish her own holiday. Uh, I'm thinking of throwing a single awareness party for all of my friends. No, I'm not doing that. I'm just kidding. What are my plans right now? Making Valentine's for my daughter's school and probably putting together little things for her. I don't have any plans. Yeah, how many people actually, actually believe that? And uh, the office star, Jenna Fisher. Yeah, Jenna, Jenna. You can call me. Call me. <laughs> uh, the office star Jenna Fisher has platonic plans. Platonic. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine's daughter is having her bad mitzvah on Valentine's Day, so that is where I'll be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, a pregnant rapper Mia, or do they call that... Uh, MIA. I have no idea. So she might uh, choose the day uh, to uh, might choose that day to give birth. If we're not going to uh, have the babies at the Grammys, it would be a week late from come on Valentine's Day. Yeah, you never know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is uh, what. Uh, what do you guys think about that? All right, all right, all right. So, you know, um, the number here is 646-716-9514 if you would like to, uh, to join in the fun here. And I'm just going to kind of go to a couple of, a couple of uh, you know, this is very interesting, very interesting stories here because there's nothing, nothing but the best, the best stories around because this is the uh, most hard-hitting <laughs> show when it comes to uh, uh, medicine and health here on uh, Block Talk Radio. So uh, what I'm going to be going to next here uh, is a, a story, <laughs> and uh, I can't wait because I'm going to see the, I'm going to see the, uh, the time delay in the, uh, in the chat room here. So, so the title of this article is uh, The Never-Ending Orgasm. That's right, The Never-Ending Orgasm. <laughs> And uh, this is uh, from uh, Monday, uh, February 9th, and uh, it might, uh, I'm just going to read the first, couple, first few paragraphs here. It might sound like a dream come true, but for those suffering from persistent genital arousal disorder, uh, PGAD, uh, the condition is an absolute nightmare. There are 
Uh, since so many people have the opposite problem, low libido, it is hard to grasp that this disorder is anything more than a bother. <laughs> At first glance, PGAD seems like something to envy. Mm -hmm. After all, women with PG, uh, PGAD have intense, spontaneous orgasms. These powerful involuntary reactions can happen day or night, and the climax can last for several minutes. Minutes, kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for many, the uh, motor that uh, never runs out of gas is laughable, as uh, PGAD uh, sensations have been described as a, a tickle that won't go away. When you consider that some women have gone so far as to seek relief with electroconvulsive therapy, uh, for Kimmy, that is uh, taser therapy, and uh, that is no laughing matter. <laughs> uh, uh, PGAD, uh, also known as uh, persistent sexual arousal syndrome, was first diagnosed in 2001. Its primary feature was a feeling of constant genital arousal for extended periods of time. Despite having one or more orgasms, it is thought that uh, women have suffered from this condition for generations, generations, but it's been, uh, but have been too guilty, ashamed, or embarrassed to report it. In this show, you know, we are not, we are not afraid. We're not afraid to talk about that. <laughs> Oh man. So uh so yeah, you know, this is the uh I know, I know if people haven't uh, people have not uh, stopped if people haven't exited the show yet, uh this is uh <laughs> I know, you know, this is I, I, I uncover I uncover the only the best only the best uh stories for you, the uh, Dr. Anonymous audience. And uh <laughs> let's see uh, what else uh, we have here. All right, so um, I think I just have a couple more uh, stories here to uh, <laughs> to share with you on this topic. <laughs> uh, as uh, some of you who have uh, seen my uh, seen my blog, DrAnonymous.com, you saw it at the office this week that I got. Yes, I got the Holy Grail. I got the, got the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. That's right. I'm very excited about that. You can see a picture of my face on DrAnonymous.com, and I'll tell you more about that. But first, we have this caller who's this. You are on call with Dr. Ray. Who is this? Um, hello. Um, I would like a slice of awkward cake, please. Ah, uh, yes. Would you like uh, whipped cream with that? Would you like uh, we have we have berries? We have uh, you know whatever you like. Well, I have. Uh, PGAD, and um, I have extra cream. So I'll take the berries, please, for $500. Alex? Uh, I'm sorry. It's only for $82.50, so I'm sorry. You doctors are so expensive. Do I have to, to become an octuplet to afford this? <laughs> hey, you know, uh, you know since, since I have you on the phone here, um, uh, I wanted to get your uh, wanted to get your uh, uh, opinion of this next story I have. It's a very serious story. 
and uh, it is a story having uh, to do um, with uh, with women, which I, I presume that you're a woman. Um, uh, let me check. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, great. So do you know the uh, world record size of breast implants? Uh, <laughs> um, on, on people or on Barbies? Because Barbie's boobs, if, if you do the math, she's totally out of proportion. This is a serious show. We're not talking Barbies. We're talking oh, people. Well, Kim's in the room. Um, I, I mean, seriously, I'm going to guess a 56 triple F. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, well, I wish I had my buzzer here, but I don't. So, uh, so I have this story here. A woman sets breast implant record. It is 38, and I'm not, I'm not making this up. I'm going to drop this in the chat room here. 38 KKK. Well, so I can't I was make a this up. <laughs> I can't make this up. <laughs> oh, and my chat room is all messed up now. Oh, boy. Dr. Anonymous. Yes. I was wrong, but do I at least get a booby prize? You uh, you get whatever you like there, honey. How okay, you doing? You, oh, hey, how you doing? A 38 triple K. Um, is, is that, you know, I wear a bra, and I'm not even sure about this. Is, is uh, the, the K like the cup size? That's what I'm uh, saying here, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the story goes that a woman from Texas has reportedly undergone nine breast enlargement operations to become the proud owner of the world's largest breast implants, size 38 triple K. American doctors had refused to carry out any more operations on this person when uh, her breasts were a uh, staggering or staggering 34 triple F. <laughs> but that didn't stop her from going under the knife for record-breaking surgery. Oh, she has a quote here. <laughs> to me, big is beautiful. I don't think I have anything to worry about. So, uh, yeah. So well, what do you think of that there, mystery caller? Um, well, I, I think uh, in about 10 to 15 years, she's going to have a hell of a pair of knee warmers. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Can can men have operations like that? Um, if if you know what I'm saying. Um, I would have to look at that uh, because I am responsive to my listeners here. And uh, this this article said the surgery required a full gallon of silicone. I'm not making that up. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is the type of woman that you want to sit next to uh, when when traveling. It says uh, her British ex-boyfriend, who initially paid for her plastic surgery, was dumped after he begged her to stop with the surgery. <laughs> huh, so who has the bigger boob? <laughs> um, I think that's the uh, U.S. Congress, but that's a whole other joke there, so uh, sorry about that. <laughs> um, so are you, uh, are you orgasmic right now? I mean, I, I wanted to focus back on your, because, uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm a giver and I help people, so I don't want to distract uh, what you were calling about. Is that you peeping out my window? Uh, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> I always do. Is there anything different this time? Um, oh, wow. Um, yeah, actually, I, I, do, um, I, I do okay. I'm, I'm, I'm good in that department. Okay. Well, good. Well, hey, you know, call back anytime. You know, if if uh, if you have any kind of you know spontaneous type, you know, event, you know, uh, I I am your sponsor, 
and uh, just put me on speed dial, and uh, I am there for you. Thank you, the great Dr. Anonymous. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> okay, you have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I, uh, we, uh, we, we help people. And uh, that is the uh, that is the entire goal of this uh, of this show here. That is uh, that is what we do. And uh, <laughs> uh, I need to uh, I need to uh, catch my breath here <laughs> before we go on. So let me take another quick break here. You're listening to the Doctor Anonymous Show here on Blog Talk Radio. Back to the uh, Doctor Anonymous show. You are on call with Doctor Anonymous, where anything can happen and usually does. So halfway through the show here, let's uh, change gears. Let's uh, let's talk octuplets here, kids. That's right. Uh, so uh, Jake, if you're listening, you are the man. You're one of many men. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, yeah, we so we first uh, uh, covered this story here. Uh, I don't know. It was uh, maybe a couple weeks ago here on the show, and a lot, a lot has happened since then. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Uh, but if uh, people want to chime in on this, because I know there's a lot of people who want to chime in on this, uh, the number here is six four six seven one six nine five one four so uh, where am i going to start with this i mean come on <laughs> saw, saw this person did you see this interview did you see this interview i uh, what was it uh, nbc news or something like that <laughs> and uh you know i mean how much how much uh how much plastic surgery does this person have done <laughs> where is she getting this money that's what i want to know it's just it's crazy. Uh, the first story here, I'm, I'm, I'm going to share with you. Everybody knows this already. Um, oh, and uh, I forgot to say this at the top of the show. I, uh, you know, it's uh, I think it's uh, it's hip now to use Octo 
to uh, describe yourself. You know, so there's the Octomom and the Octodoc. So I am the Octo host. So uh, if you would have wanted to talk to the Octo host, uh, the number here is six four six seven one six nine five one four. So so we're talking uh, disability here. And uh, the first story here is that the uh, the Octomom got more than one hundred sixty five thousand dollars in disability. Uh, California agency it says that it paid the mother of, of the octuplets more than one hundred sixty five thousand dollars in disability payments for an on the job back injury. The payments uh, made over six years uh, to Nadia Suleiman. Nadia Suleiman. <laughs> were disclosed uh, following a public records request to the Department of Mental Health. Yeah. Uh, the payments were made between uh, 2002 and 2008, during which time the uh, single mother gave birth to most of her six other children. <laughs> Suleiman, who gave birth uh, uh, to the uh, octopus, was employed at a state mental health hospital in 19, uh, from 1997 until December when she resigned from the position. Records show for that uh, much uh, for that time. She worked at a state mental hospital. Hello? <laughs> what is up? What is up with that? <laughs> All right, so there's a, so this week uh, in the news there has been a lot of uh, a lot of anger out there directed at this uh, doctor, you know, which I totally, totally agree with. Um, uh, but unfortunately, uh, <laughs> I have to report to people, which uh, people uh, may not know. Uh, but uh, this guy, he is a, uh, he is a graduate of uh, Case Western Reserve University College of Medicine. I dropped the link in the chat room there, uh, which is a, you know, in my state, <laughs> it's not where I went to medical school, but uh, it is uh, close enough uh, to it. Uh, and uh, it says here he runs a, a Beverly Hills fertility clinic that implanted the embryos and allowed a uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. So Dr. Uh, Michael Kamrava uh, of a Case and later served his residency at the now closed, closed, Mount Sinai Hospital, according to the West Coast Infertility Medical Clinic, also a graduate of the University of Illinois and uh, was a fellow at the Harvard Beth Israel Hospital. <laughs> so and I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at this picture of this guy, and, uh, and probably most of you have seen video of this guy as well, and uh, it's... Uh, and it's interesting on on the link that I put in the chat room there uh, from MedCityNews.com. There's a video of the said Octo Mom talking about uh, <laughs> talking about embryo implantation. <laughs> oh man, this is just this is just gets it gets just just gets better and better and better. So uh, so as Jake uh, remarked here uh, before in an exclusive interview here. On, on call with Dr. Anonymous. Uh, yes, uh, Octomom has a, a website, um, but uh, you may not know, uh, where do I have that? You may not know that uh, the uh, public relations group representing Octomom 
resigned. He said, we are out of here. The uh, public relations group that has represented uh, Octomom uh, is uh, stepping down because of death threats. Did you hear that this week? She's getting death threats. She, she is in hiding. She is uh, what they're calling in the undisclosed location into the cave where she, uh, where she is from. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, um, so the group here, Joanne Kylina, um, also said that the mother now uh, has an agent, Wes Yoder, the same man who uh, arranged book and uh, music deals, uh, for the uh, Makahe, uh, I'm probably saying that wrong, septuplets a decade ago, and uh, uh, publicity for the uh, controversial pastor Rick Warren. Uh, this uh, group uh, ended its env- uh, representation after uh, receiving at least 100 graphic email threats, and swarms of nasty voicemails that went to the Los Angeles uh, agency and even some of its other clients, the uh, PR firm said. Uh, Some messages threatened Octomom, but others were aimed at their spokespeople. Uh, They put me in a wood chipper and threw me in the bottom of the ocean and hope I die. Wow. We've gotten her through the worst part. Now they're uh, putting... uh, their venom and anger toward us. Word that the uh, 33-year-old single unemployed mother is uh, receiving public assistance to care for the 14 children she conceived through in future fertilization. Uh, West Los Angeles police are investigating the threats. <laughs> uh, let's see, they go on. We've never had a public reaction to us representing a client pro bono like this. So, uh, so yeah, so there's, uh, there's death threats going on for this person now. Uh, it's very, uh, very, very interesting. Um, and, uh, you know, the, uh, the public policy, you know, angle on this, uh, and I, that didn't come up real well. Let me see here. I was going to talk about the, uh, uh, the, the taxpayer's angle here, and I think uh, didn't uh, – didn't come up here right. So the the, the taxpayer's angle here is that uh, I, I think what I heard is uh, maybe about $1,500 a day per baby to be in the intensive care unit and uh, uh, anticipating maybe uh, uh, three months in the hospital, which would uh, uh, cost uh, more than a million dollars, I think, to the already bankrupt California, state of California. Oh, here it is. Uh, so here's the story here. Uh, uh, a big share of the uh, financial burden of uh, raising uh, the 14, oh, they talk about the 14 children here, could fall on the shoulders of California taxpayers, compounding the public, public fervor in a state already billions of dollars in the red. <laughs> Even before the uh, 33-year-old single unemployed mother gave birth to the octuplets, she's been uh, caring for six other children and helping... Uh, uh, and with the help of $490 a month in food stamps plus Social Security disability payments for three of the youngsters, public aid will most certainly be increased with the new additions to the family. Let me see if they uh, they uh, go into more detail with this. Uh, Suleiman, uh, who thinks of the children range from two to seven, 
and three of them re- receiving disability payments. You told NBC one is autistic, another has attention uh, deficit disorder. Uh, in California, low-income family can receive Social Security payments of up to $793 a month for each disabled child. Three children would amount to $2,379. Uh, the uh, Suleiman octuplet co- medical costs have not been disclosed, but in 2006, the average cost of a uh, premature baby hospital stay uh, was $164,273, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Eight times that equals $1.3 million. So uh, that is uh, that is the... Uh, <laughs> that is the uh, the the uh, public policy story there too, and I think they'll share maybe one or two more of the the stories here. So uh, I know that the, uh, the getting back to the doctor is being investigated. I hope they take away his license and uh, you know never give that to him again. I hope I see him on infomercials. <laughs> I don't know what he'd be selling. Maybe that's another uh, skit I can uh, work on. Uh, but uh, uh, the uh, the medical establishment is starting to come down on this guy. Uh, a national medical. Uh, this is another story. Uh, a national medical society is investigating whether the fertility doctor followed the guidelines when he implanted six embryos. Duh. <laughs> the American Society for Reproductive Medicine confirmed Tuesday that it's uh, investigating Octomom when she received blah blah blah. Uh, the society has uh, contacted Octomom and Octodoc and is prepared to assist the medical board of California which is also looking into the pregnancy. The society's president, Dr. R. Dale McClure, said in a statement, our guidelines provide the flexibility to give each patient treatment individualized to her needs, but uh, uh, in her case, to become pregnant without risking high-order multiple pregnancies, which means multiple pregnancies. Uh, However, it seems that the guidelines may have not been followed in Octomom's case. That is the understatement of the year. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that is uh, that is the latest on Octomom and uh, Octodoc. <laughs> so uh, what I'll do is I'll take one more little bit of uh, break here, and uh, we will finish the show early. Uh, you, of course, are listening to the Dr. Anonymous show on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, and of course, you are on call with uh, Dr. Anonymous, where anything can happen. We'll be right back.
I don't remember how long that went. <laughs> I think it's like four minutes I had to cut that off. So uh, we just have a few minutes left here, and uh, I think uh, our buddy uh, Scan Man uh, is going to be maybe trying to call in here in a little bit. So uh, I will continue the show going here. Uh, so, yeah, um, so I just wanted to maybe uh, tie up some uh, loose ends here in case people had questions. Uh, uh, in case you noticed, Cat uh, is not with me uh, tonight. Uh, she is uh, taking uh, some time off to uh, take care of some uh, business. So, Cat, uh, I know you're listening to this on the archives. So uh, hurry back, and uh, good luck with uh, your, uh, your business. Your business, we're all, uh, we're all thinking of you. And I uh, hope everything uh, turns out um, okay with that. So another thing that I'm trying here, and I think I've uh, mentioned this on the show here uh, before, is uh, uh, I'm using this, uh, uh, this social uh, bookmarking site called uh, Delicious, delicious.com. And uh, you can find the bookmarks to any of the stories that I've uh, been talking about um, at uh, delicious.com slash Anonymous. And uh, what I'm going to try to do is uh, maybe just through the week uh, put some stories there, and if you have uh, some uh, suggestions there, you can try to uh, figure out uh, how to uh, add some uh, links to my uh, bookmarks. So uh, uh, we're going to try some different stuff here. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. So I think uh, I think this is the scan man here calling in. Hello, who is this? Hello, Dr. A. Hello, scared man. <laughs> so, how are you? Good, good. So you had some uh, thoughts on this uh, Octomom thing? Yeah. Well, it's unbelievable. Uh, I just... Uh, I heard some news. Uh, I mean, I saw some news that uh, that doctor's under investigation right now. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. I think they should pull his license, man. <laughs> he or she, whoever it is. It's, it's yeah, criminal. It's, it's, it's some guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's the same guy who did the previous uh, in, uh, in vitro work for her, too, the previous six kids. That I don't know. Uh, I, I, I did not see reports on uh, that. That's what that so. news article implied. That oh, really? The same okay. person who has done this, all this. And, that's that's I mean, death threat should be addressed to that doctor, man, not to this lady. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I I I, I I think she I think she does bear some responsibility, you know. Oh yeah, she does. Yeah, and like everybody's been implying, she may be mentally unstable, whatever. But it's it's just unbelievable that uh, you know, someone could. Uh, impregnate a woman multiple times with in vitro fertilization, knowing her socioeconomic situation, all that. Wow. And, and it the happens past- in one of the, the most advanced uh, medical societies in the world. It's yeah. even more criminal. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, I, I one more news um, tidbit that I got from that article was that this guy, this doctor, has another patient current currently with under his care, who's carrying quadruplets. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't get to that story, but yeah, that is right. That is correct. 
what's this guy? Some kind of a baby making factory? He, he runs something for that? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's LA. I mean, yeah. you can uh, you can get anything done in uh, Los Angeles, I guess. Bad. This is bad. You know, it's it's just not possible. I mean, I, I'll talk from my point of view. It's just not possible in this country, in my country, to, to yeah. get in vitro fertilization done if you're not married or if you're not being able to prove to your doctor that you're married. Okay? That yeah. is first. Yeah. And yeah, in, in case, in case people don't know, um, you know, uh, Scamman here is uh, calling in live from India. I think it's uh, Sunday morning there. And yeah, I, I guess kind of describe what the, what the, what the situation is with in vitro fertilization is in, in your country there. Okay. Um, everybody knows we have a huge population problem. Huh? In, in 20 years' time, we'll be ahead of China in, uh, as the, the most populous country in the world. Okay, that's that's the projection at least. By 2025, we should be overtaking China. And it, it looks like nothing is going to stop us, right? Nobody's stop, right. Uh, nobody's controlling their uh, family sizes. And it's just not possible. Our government tried all this in the 70s. Yeah, 70s and early 80s, they tried to formulate the policy of, you know, two children, uh, they had some catchy slogans like V2, R2 and all. Then they brought it, downgraded it, or rather upgraded it to V2, hours one or something like that. Huh? You know, one child family and all. Uh, but this right. is, after all, a, a democratic country and uh, they were not able to force the population into adopting an on-child policy, unlike one of my neighbors, who shall remain nameless, <laughs> but very well implied. But... Um, you know, it's just not possible to control population growth by advocating smaller families. So, right. in in um, infertility treatment as such is offered only to people who are really, uh, you know, the the actual cases. You know, the childless couples who want to have children and who will go to go to some degree of uh, trouble to do that and and it's expensive it's not offered free or you know on uh, insurance anything it's out of pocket all all in the infertility treatment treatment is uh, out of pocket and most often in the best of centers the success rate is somewhere around uh, 30 to 40 percent because they, yeah. we, uh, in our country we don't do most of the inv invasive stuff you know not the Oh, they have a lot of acronyms, man. Just gamete, intra, something. Uh, right. You know, they they take the zygote out and the gam. They do the fertilization and put in uh, embryo, not embryo at the blastocyst stage. You know, the four cell stage or the eight cell stage. They implant that in. That kind of stuff is very rare. It happens only in the bigger centers like you know Mumbai or Delhi, Chennai, that kind. In a mm -hmm. city of my size, in in my city, no. It's most often, it's only uh, when we say in vitro fertilization, it's most likely it's only an insemination, you know, artificial insemination from uh, from the husband or a donor or whatever. Most often it's that kind. And even that is expensive. You know, for a woman to undergo even that kind of a preliminary, a very simplified in vitro fertilization technique, 
it we would yeah. have to follow her for multiple cycles and you know do that uh, multiple times for one of those embryos to catch on it's expensive yeah. time consuming nerve wracking for the patients and it's also uh, how could i say it though the those there is a group of obstetricians who would like to promote themselves as fertility specialists it's one of the most stressful aspects of their jobs you know explaining to the patients about uh, to the expectant couples about the uh, risks involved the possible success rates and all that and then dealing with their disappointments all that is difficult it is it's yeah. not a easy thing yeah it's 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 clear that this guy did not do any of that type of stuff you know and and I agree <laughs> I agree with you you know we should be you know we should be mad at this guy but you know I think I think mom has a little bit of responsibility with that is it, too. is it covered under insurance in your country no, no. infertility treatment not that I'm aware of no oh then no. who paid for this lady yeah that that's a good question <laughs> Yeah. That all all that stuff we're going to be I mean, coming it, out. It's got to be at least. I mean, going by my uh, from the radiology and surgical aspects when I do comparisons, I find that uh, U.S. costs are somewhere around 25 times what we pay here for anything. That would that would make sense. That yeah, make but, sense. and um, an uh, an ordinary infertility cycle in my I mean, if I, if I was a patient and I had I went to my doctor and I said, you know, I can't conceive and i want to undergo some kind of treatment i would have to have in india at least uh, 1000 or 1500 uh, 1500 in hand to start the procedure you know for the next 3 4 months they follow me up and i would yeah. guess it's about 10 times that much in the us at least mm-hmm. i have mm-hmm. no idea but who's paying for all this yeah who paid question. for all this for the last <laughs> four five times that this woman underwent all this yeah i don't know I don't know. <laughs> um, well, uh, Scammy, thanks a lot for calling. I, I got one more call yeah. before the end of the show, so uh, no. thank you so thanks, much. Uh, uh, but yeah, thanks, we're going to be Dr. following the story. So, uh, so thanks so much. Bye bye. All right, we got uh, one more call here before the end. Here, you are on call with Dr. Ray. Who is this? This would be Eric from Damage Incorporated Radio. I was wondering what you'd be calling in. Uh, yeah, so what? Uh, so share with me your thoughts on this uh, here, Eric. Uh, uh, well, I have a serious medical question for you that, you know, I mean, I've been talking about the Octomom, and she's quite obviously not very balanced yes. in, a, in a mental sort of way. Um, right. But along that same lines, if you had a woman come into your office, because are you, you're a family practitioner, correct? That's right. Okay. Well, if you had a woman come in for an initial initial appointment and she told you, "Doc, I'm a little worried for myself. I'm dreaming of having sex with mini me." Would you refer her to a psychiatrist right away? Um, no, I would send her to Vegas and uh I think that would help things along. Cuz I, you know, I help my patients, you know. I just I just, you know, I I just don't refer people to psychiatrists. I try to help them. I try to say, "Hey, I try to meet their needs." So I th- I think that's what I would do. But would your professional opinion be this chick's nuts? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that 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 is the that is my professional diagnosis. She's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we have it. Annie is officially nuts. 
<laughs> well, good. Hey, Eric, before you go here, I I, I want you to I want you to plug your your new show there with Girl. I I I stopped in last night and uh, uh, I think you guys had a great time. I think you guys have a great start. So uh, t- tell the people about the Alamo show. That would be the Alamo show, Conservatism's Last Stand, and we're on Friday nights at 9.30 p.m. Um, every other week. We had our debut show last night, so our next show will be a week from next Friday at 9.30 p.m., and we hope you look for us. And, of course, it's on a giver. you got Damage Incorporated Radio, which is on at 9 p.m. Or, uh, 9.30 p.m. Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's my wife and mine show. And in a few minutes, we're going to be heading over to hang out with Annie and Burl at Annie and Burl Live. All righty, Eric. I'm a giver. That's right. <laughs> All right, Eric, thanks a lot for calling in. I appreciate it. No problem. I'll right, talk see. to you in a while. Okay. Bye, Dr. A. All right, kids. So uh, we have uh, three minutes left here, so I just want to uh, just close up things here. And uh, thanks so much for everybody for uh for joining the show, and uh, I want to thank uh, Scan Man. I want to give a little plug for Scan Man. You can Google Scan Man's Notes, and uh, you will uh, be able to uh, catch his blog. He has a great blog. And uh, Eric uh, talked about his uh, BTR shows there, so thank you so much. And thanks a lot to Jake. Jake the Octuplet. Uh, maybe we can get him back on the show here and uh, kind of see uh, kind of see how he's doing. So, uh so thanks a lot, everybody. I do want to just mention my show, uh, Thursday night. Our next show will be Thursday, February 19, 2009, at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We will have uh, senior medical student Colin, he, and uh, his blog is from med school, and he'll talk to us about how it is to interview uh, for residency uh, spots. So that will be an interview on Thursday, February 19th. Uh, so uh, hope you're able to join us then. So well, coming up at the top of the hour here will be Annie and Burl Live right here on Block Talk Radio. You can get there at blogtalkradio.com slash Annie Burl Talk. I'm putting the link in the chat room there. And uh, so I think that's it. Uh, so thanks a lot, everybody. And uh, there's no closing song because I'm not going to be late for the Annie and Burl show. So uh, good night from Northeastern Ohio. You can always find me at Dr. Anonymous.com. Everybody have a good night. Happy Valentine's Day. And we will see you soon. Bye-bye.